and welcome to the podcast. I'm Ross. I'm Phil, and this is Ross and Phil Talk Movies. Ta-da! 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 So, uh, thanks for joining us on our uh, weekly-ish jaunt through the wonderful world of film and occasionally television and whatever else we can be bothered to talk about, really. Um, I'm one of your hosts, Phil Hobden, uh, and with me is my uh, other host, my co-host, my other host. Are you a co-host or are you the other host? No, you're the other host. Wait, your other host? (laughs) That infers that there's another one too somewhere, I'm guessing. Uh, There might well be. Um, (coughs) I'm joined, as always, by my my friend, good buddy and filmmaker, Ross Boyask. Hello. Hello. So, Ross, um, let's, let's let's not mess around. We have been watching films. We have well, many, 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 many films. So every so often, uh, we we have such a backlog of shit to talk about that we we put a podcast out there called Films We Have Watched. This is Films We Have Watched Volume Three. Oh, is that really? Is that really what's happening? Yeah, it really is. This is a thing on the podcast. <laughs> that is actually pretty good. Uh, so like this that. is Films We Have Watched Volume Three. So this podcast will be basically thirty minutes of us uh, mainlining you quick reviews and chat about films we've seen. However, the first film we're going to talk about is not a film that I have seen. Um, recently, but it's a film Ross has seen recently, but it's a film I fucking adore. Um, and hopefully, Ross <laughs> saw the equally terrible uh, VHS torrent pirate version that I saw because I can't get it on DVD anywhere in this country. Oh, I can hook you up. Can you? <laughs> yes, I can. So I, I, I mean, I'll be honest. I, got, I think I got this off YouTube years ago, and it was. Um, it's obviously a a recorded version of a VHS which kind of makes it even fucking sweeter, if I'm honest. Um, but the film is Never Too Young to Die. And everyone at this point is going, what is Well, if they know what's good for them, they'll have watched a double <laughs> bill of Never Too Young to Die and Jim Carter, because that would be the, <laughs> be the best double bill ever of gymnasts whose fathers are spies <laughs> who, who then have to finish their father's mission. Like, that's genuinely what happens in both those films. It's Joe, you know, until you say that, I've literally <laughs> never realised what I... How absolutely spot on that is. So, look, um, Never Too Young to Die. Let's give you the IMDb. A top secret agent is murdered. Oh, he's so murdered. He's really murdered. The top secret agent is George Lazenby, and he's murdered by Gene Simmons in drag. If that one sentence doesn't make you want to see this film, you have no heart. Um, To be fair, there's there's (laughs) nothing new about that with Gene Simmons. (laughs) That's a fair point. Uh, So he's a strange son, a high school gymnast, teams up with his dad's attractive female partner, and Scrooter, um, to stop the... She's definitely screwed both of them, just to oh, make sure people... Oh, absolutely. There's <laughs> no the way she didn't... Um, uh, hermaphrodite, a gang leader who killed him and now plans a major terrorist attack. I mean... It's the best. <laughs> it's the best. It is arguably the finest film that's ever been made. I mean, so, to put this in context, context uh jim carner action jackson jim carter jim, jim carter, carter jim carner that's what my daughter does i used um, to think that jim carter was a, a film about the actor jim carter but it is not. amazing um so yeah. films like action jackson um stone cold why have we never just done a podcast <clears throat> on stone cold um that's the best the, above the yo know, so if you like all those kind of uber uber low uh, american ninja and so on and so on and so on Although, you know, I don't think it quite sits in the same um, category as American Ninja. No, not even close. <laughs> just that they are two very different films. But this is, this is, this is just genius. It's amazing. It's, it's, I mean, it's amazing in that, oh my God, it's so fucking awful. It's amazing, it's amazing. No, every frame but, is 
perfect. So, so it's got Jules Lagenby, it's got Gene Simmons, it's got um, Vanity, who is so pretty in this film. She's so hot. Like, she she is disturbingly hot. Yeah, and you can you you kind of know why why both her and you know why why you know she would have ended up with both of them. Um, obviously, sadly mm-hmm. deceased Vanity now. I know it's very sad. Um, it's also got Robert England. In oh that. really? Yeah, of course he is. He plays Larry or Riley. I think yeah, in that in that, in that Larry era of of Robert England doing some really weird fucking films. So around, around the same time as him being Willie in V, I think because he's very young in it. Yeah, he is. So, yeah, 90... No, I think V's even earlier than this. So, 96 really? puts it as the same time he was... It was pre-Nightmare on Elm Street 3. So, he'd done Nightmare on Elm Street 1 and 2. He looks so young, though. In fact, V... The, so v, he looks really young. Yeah, he does. V was 1983, then 1984 for the uh, mini, uh, miniseries, second miniseries. And then oh, okay. 84 to 85 for the TV series. But, yeah, wow. it was it was after Nightmare on Elm Street 2. Oh, wow, Okay. Um, so, I mean, how do we describe this film, Ross? It's literally the finest film ever made. Oh, <laughs> the finest film ever made. It's got a theme tune to the lead character before we know who the lead character is. The lead, <laughs> and, and to be really clear, the lead character's name is Lance Stargrove. Stargrove. Played by, by John Stamos, who's disturbingly hunky. He's, I think he's supposed to be about 17 in it. And he's clearly 32 <laughs> or, or 28, 28, maybe. Look, it's just, it's, ah, oh. his dad is called Drew Stargrove and played by George Lazenby. And uh, there's so many spoilers. It, like, just, 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 the, just, watch, just watch Never Too Young to Die. Impossibly the it's only amazing. other George Lazenby role. Uh, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, oh. no, 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 no. There's, um, uh, Matt from Hong Kong. It's like, there's a loads of Yeah, but I mean, kind of, yeah. the only one that you're really going to, Oh, maybe I don't know. <laughs> I like the man from I like the man from Hong Kong. I like the man from Hong Kong. Um, yeah, but uh, oh god, I, I I don't want to give too much away from it. There's it's arguably got. Oh, I'm not even saying. Stop saying arguably. It it has the best sex scene of all time in it. Oh my god, the sex scene is awesome. It's it's edited in a way, but it's it it's incomprehensible. Like it, it's completely incomprehensible, and yet wonderful. It's, oh God, just watch, just watch Never Too Young to Die. I don't want to tell people about it. Yeah, it's incredible. It, do you know it's what? incredible in it. I get, moment, I get this film confused in my mind with Dragnet. Oh, right, yeah, because you know, there's some similarities. Yeah. The, the, in the, 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 cult, the cults. When you first watch this film, when you first watch the opening of this film, it could be set a thousand years in the future. <laughs> like it, it could be genuinely a po- It looks like the apocalypse has happened. It's it's it, cuts, it cuts straight to that cult. There's no... There's no establishing there's, of, hey, of, hey Ross, do you know what? What what they need is they need they need to go outside and then they need to go inside. Inside. It just makes it, no it is, sense. But it is it is completely crazy. Like it is completely batshit in the best possible way. Like I mean, it is absolutely brilliant. It, it, it's it, absolutely it, brilliant. It's genius. And um so, so this this film is also the reason why video shops needed to exist or need to exist, right? Because in the 80s, I went into the video shop and I spoke to the guy behind the video counter. So, you know, the guy that the, the, the Tarantino, the Kevin Williamson, yeah, is that kind of, I mean, obviously he didn't. He's probably now working in Tesco, bless him. But, you know, he it was it was that guy you walk in and you, you go to him and you kind of go, dude, I need to watch an action film. And he'd go, yeah, I've got just the thing for you. Middle shelf, yeah. one copy. 
dust on it where no fucker has ever touched it. No, no one's watched this film. In the same way that, that I, you know, Empire Records, Never Too Young to Die, Action Jackson, Stone Cold. These were all films that I discovered because them of the, them, you know, the DVD cover on the shelf. Or sorry, VHS cover, my mistake. On the shelf in the video store. And not the blockbuster video store, but the, the kind of nickel and dime. Yeah. Cheapo video store. Oh, mum, got, mum, and da- mum and dad shop. Mum and dad, the one that used to have the, the X-rated porn under the counter. And underneath that, he'd have the pirate copy of Driller Killer and Texas Chainsaw Massacre. I remember that place. So, Stuart, I love you for having those awesome, awesome things in there. Um, you were absolutely one of my heroes. Yeah, so good. So, n- n- we've started off on a, on a real high, never too young to die. So, um, <laughs> where... Where, pray tell, Mr. Boyask, do we go from here? What else have you been <clears throat> watching? I've actually seen quite a few films this month. Because we talked about Mission Impossible 6 already, didn't we? we yes, talked, we did. Yeah, yes, we did. Yeah. So I had, I've, I've seen some really good stuff and I've seen some terrible stuff. Right, in order. Should I just buzz through in order? Do a couple. I'll do a couple. Six, we'll have okay, a chat fine. about the ones I've seen as well. Right, Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom. Oh, so we didn't even bother doing a full podcast on this. I, um... I, I, I got 50 minutes in and I'm I'm done. And I was shocked about Did that. you not? You didn't finish it? No, I couldn't. Because uh, it gets, it gets worse, so, but better. It gets worse? But better. I mean, when you when you have a dinosaur stalking people around a, 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 a mansion like it was some fucking Freddy Krueger-like creature. I just, I just, like that sounds like it could at least be fun. <laughs> I, I, I was having 100% zero fun. Like no fun, like no fun. It's, and I really like the first one, even though the first one has loads of flaws. See, I didn't. Like, I wasn't I re- a fan I, of that, and I liked it. It was. I, I enjoyed it. I mean, I enjoyed I wasn't it. A fan of this? Oh, it's, it's just, absolutely terrible. Chris like, Pratt is. Chris Pratt. I'm done with Chris Pratt at the moment because he's starting to play the same character. But to be fair, this is the same character, and and to be fair, I don't think this is his fault. I think I really like. You know, there's a bit. I guess it's sort of nearish from the beginning or whatever. It's certainly in the first 50 where they hunt down the dinosaurs and using him to help them. Yeah, and, yeah. They're bla- and they are blatantly lying to him. Yeah. Like there's no sense of, you just, you just be like, you, you, you're obviously not what you say you are. Like you're just really obviously not what you say you are. You couldn't be any I'm, less obvious. I'm, yeah, it could be any less obvious. A bit like my whole thing with Corey's stolen Ant Man, like the fact that he's just <laughs> a tongue hanging out of his head, insane villain running a normal corporate. Like it doesn't make any sense. Rafe Spall, who I love, is just so obviously like it's just it's just so it's just so te- like and in many ways it's as bad as I wanted the Meg to be, almost. Yeah. Like because you can kind of but I couldn't it, 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 it. it takes itself so That's seriously. And awful. I, I like Bryce Dallas Howard. I think she's done some good Same. stuff. Same but she's so underserved by these films. Yeah. And she's so out of place in the films as well. And so, so what happens at the end, and this is a spoiler, if you haven't seen it, cover your ears just for literally a minute, right? But what happens at the end is you find out that the kid from the beginning is a clone right. of, what? Of, of her dead mum. And the whole thing. Are you being. No, I, Are you I, being... I genuinely am shitting you not. 
That's that's just awful. The kid at the beginning is a clone of so the, the dead one. So, so the one who's kind of scared of race, but the kid who's kind of running yeah. the kid, the little and, girl, right? And, and that is terrible. You've obviously saw that the, the um the old boy. I can't remember his name. Sorry, the guy from Star Trek. No, I don't uh, remember. You know the old guy, James Cobwell. Um, oh, you know, yeah, you know yeah, James Cromwell's sure. assistant was blatantly bad as well. I think you've seen that. Probably, he sent probably. him to the island. To, yeah. It, it, basically, every beat you can expect, pretty much there. I, I, I was just, it's too long. I, do you know the worst thing about this film? And we didn't talk about Ant Man and the Wasp, but the same right. with that. How many times can I see the last fucking shot of the movie in the trailer right. now? Okay. Ant Man and the Wasp, the second post credit sequence, is in the fucking trailer. That's crazy. In this, the last shot of the film is in the, or at least the second to last shot of the film is in the trailer, and also that you know the dinosaur going under the water, right? Yeah, um, that's in the trailer, and it's the third to last shot of the film. It's absurd. And literally, what you see in and Goldblum, yeah, what you see in the trailer is is him. Is yes, him. It. Yeah. Absolute. Pile of shit. Toilet. I mean, you see, there you go. Like it was just toy. I just I couldn't keep watching. Maybe I'll try again at some point. But I just I just as bad as Annihilation. Right. Well, Annihilation. <laughs> Annihilation is starting to look relatively not as all just 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 bland and flat compared. But I'm going to get to that in a minute actually because there's another one. Oh, so yeah, a, a couple of really couple, couple of really good ones. I thought at least Caliber, which I love. Oh, I fucking love Caliber. Loved it. It's not. It's not compl- It's not. Um. It's very um. There's no surprises. No, no, no. You know but, from minute one yeah. when that thing happens, yes, how yes. it's going to all link back. But it's excellent. Calibre I really, really enjoyed superb, it. Superb, mate. Yeah, it's, it's like it's like the complete mate. antidote to. Oh, yeah. mate. Oh, I'm oh, a mate. bit cockney on you. And then, and then, and then I watched Office Uprising, which I really enjoyed oh, as well. Which Office is, Uprising. It's very silly, but really super enjoyed it. Just for anyone who doesn't know, it's a it's about a corporation who make weapons and stuff really blatantly corrupt and all that. Uh, they bring in an energy drink, which is supposed to make you know soldiers like superhuman, and of course it turns everyone who drinks it into into it's like, like malevolent. Malev- yeah, it's similar to mayhem. It's similar to mayhem. the difference with mayhem is they do it because they're told to do it. Whereas with this, they, they, they're drinking this energy drink and it makes them violent and stuff. Nice. Um, Zachary Levi is really great in it. Um, there's really there's a good cast all the way around. Um, and no, I really enjoyed it. It's, this, it's super good fun. Brenton this, Thwaites stars in it, who's okay. uh, uh, Robin. Yeah, it's really... So this oh, is why, no, I like it's why, I, why I like doing these specific mm. podcasts, because I end up list, getting a list of films to watch. So, honestly, um, one of my fa- one of my honestly one of my favorite films of the year so far. Perfect. So, um, and just and just quickly oh, before you do, I'm sorry, and only because just because we mentioned Annihilation, Extinction. An, yes, exactly. I I I, oh. I I I I I fell asleep for Extinction. Extinction. The thing that got me about Extinction was, again, it isn't badly made. Nope. The cast are fine. The cast are fine. Like it's fine, and I like that there are these science fiction films being made one way or another. Like I like that, but as soon as you understand what, what's really happened, who gives a shit? And it's quite a clever, who cares? Yeah, it is clever. It's It's quite a a clever little, yeah. I got to the point where I was like, if I see another flashback or whatever, I'm going to hurt someone. But the twist, when the twist came, that should have pretty much been the end. Yeah. I mean, all like five minutes later, it should have, it should have been an episode of the outer limits or whatever. For forty-two minutes, if that had been a forty-two-minute episode, or something, right. yeah. So it, I was so bored. Within ten minutes afterwards, yeah, I was yeah. like, "This is the third Netflix film now that has been sci-fi Netflix film that has been 
dumped on the channel by a distributor that can't isn't it, do anything isn't it with it. Fourth, oh, no, no, it's the third. You're right. Oh, no, Mute. So it'd be the fourth. Mute as well. Is mute. Is, mute is just terrible. Although I've heard some people seem to like it. I think it's I'm genuinely not, terrible. Because you hate it so much, I, I haven't started yet. But I, just, um, I, wouldn't say, I wouldn't even say check it out and see if you agree. I just, I, honestly, it's just terrible. So I, I, I just think it, the, the genre is getting such a bad... So basically, studios are going... Yeah, I'm not sure if it's going to make money. Oh fuck it, let's just dump it to Netflix. Um, and it's but now also, it's, it's hurting Netflix as well. I don't know. Is it? I don't know if it matters because. But but here's the other thing: Netflix. This all started, I think. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong. Someone. This all started with a good film, which was Spectral, last year or the year oh, before. I've not seen that. Is that good? Spectral. It's it's not amazing, but I liked it. Like it was, and I think it was an actual original film as well. If I'm if I'm not in, if I'm not mistaken, and it it's a kind of a hard sci-fi invasion type, like siege type movie, yeah. which I, I remember going. I really don't get me wrong. I probably gave it six or seven, but I liked it. And, it, and at, at that time, it was sort of a one-off. But then with Annihilation, all these, all these things coming so, all of these films coming so quickly together as well. It's not like it's like two a year. And also, can it's we like, can we have more generic titles, please? Well, that's it. Yeah, yeah, your extinction, annihilation, like end Paradox. of apocalypse. Par- right, exactly. They're all just like. Yeah. I've also heard that one called. There's a one called Tau, which I've heard is terrible as well. I haven't oh, seen it. My God, you're literally making my net. The, the problem is right. What I say about hurting Netflix. If I see it's a TV series and it's a Netflix mm. original, I will watch it because you know yeah. it's going to be great. I mean, the second season of Glow was fucking phenomenal. It was phenomenal. Yeah, I agree completely. Um, completely, so, it's amazing. Which is great, but anytime I see Netflix original on a movie, I now go. Ugh. Well, first of all, is it? But such well, a second, not, yeah. not that that even matters. That doesn't even matter. That's that's fine. Like it doesn't even matter if it's an original. It shouldn't even matter. Is it a good film? And so many of them are not. Like in many ways, I had someone say this on another podcast where they said Netflix is sort of becoming what straight to DVD meant, except for the fact that they're not. People aren't even watching the films entirely because if you rent a DVD or buy a DVD, you tend to watch the film. Yeah. Whereas Netflix, you watch them for twelve minutes and go, yeah, I can't bother, and then flick on something else. It's <laughs> like it's 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 what what I I think what they're getting at is it's 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 almost more disposable. Oh, it's like, so much more because you're not. There's no financial. I would There's rent no, a film, yeah. pay yeah. four pounds to rent it, yeah. watch it because I paid four pounds to rent it, regardless of how shit it was. And also, you've only got a few days or whatever it is yeah. to watch it when you when you were renting, which I actually think was important. I actually think, like, as much as I want to watch things on my own schedule, which is very good, like it's very helpful that I don't have to watch regular TV anymore because who the fuck sits through adverts? Yeah. Genuinely, oh who who does who does but, that? But, but fine, but I, but what, but but to me, in many ways, it isn't helping because actually. I'm not really focused on the the thing that I should like. And also, I now find that I get stress from watching um, oh, Netflix yeah. TV shows because, yeah. like, having them all. If I have what like, I like the fact that Better Call Saul is one episode every week, right? Right. It's one episode every week, so every week I will watch that episode. But when everything's on there, I get stressed. I get okay, yeah. stressed that I have to watch it all before someone spoils it for me. Yeah, I get that as well. Um, so, okay, that. yeah, no, um, uh, Extinction, um, I gave it a five because I like bits of it, but actually that's possibly even worse because it's just vanilla. Yeah, I mean, it was like, it's, there's nothing wrong with Extinction, exactly. Like, uh, not but, really. Uh, like, the CGI no, 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 I mean, budget. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but like, 
but okay, like okay, like I just what I'm, what I'm getting at is it's there, it's harmless. I mean, again, I probably gave it five or six. I can't remember exactly. For actually, I could probably tell you, but I, like it does its job. It's it is the least shit of the ones I've seen so far, for sure. And what did I give it? Oh, I gave it. I know actually, I gave it. I gave it four. Sorry, four. Uh, two, so two out of five, sorry. Yeah, two I, out of five. I, I, I that's, that's that. right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I like Michael Pena. I like the cast in general. Lizzie Kaplan. I'm a big fan of Lizzie Kaplan. Like, it, it all sort of does its job. But <laughs> well, as an episode of television, it would have been so much better. Yeah. If it was like did, a 42-minute episode, it would be so much Did you buy those two as a couple? I mean... Uh, no, no, not even. But, but then again, in many ways, that's why it makes sense at the end. Yeah, uh, yeah, I, no. Do you know what? Actually, yeah, I think... It, see, that I does, didn't even look but, that. But you're right, but you're right, though. I never bought them as a couple. Right. It makes no sense. Um, but so, at the end, but, but, but when you find out how that happened, you kind yeah. of go, okay, all right, okay. Okay, so uh, we'll blast through some quick ones because we yep. we are running out of time. Um, I watched yep. Revenge. Oh, I'm so glad you yeah, fucking... you're did. so... Do you know what? Halfway through, I'm like, I've seen this movie before. Oh, sure. Yeah, you have. And, yeah, and no I'm question. like, I, it's, it's, you know, it's, 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 it's good, but I've kind of seen this before. And then, fuck mm. me, it has... For me, possibly the best, one of the best sequences of a film in the last 10 years. That whole end sequence in the house. Mm-hmm. Where they go round and round. Oh, and round. my it's good fucking I, lo- I actually loved that. I thought that was genius. Because at first you sort of go, this is getting silly. But I actually loved yeah, that. it's so good. Yeah. I've been re-watching a lot of films recently. So I re-watched Tango and Cash. Awesome, except for the wrong version. I think we version. talked about that recently. Yeah. Uh, I rewatched The Wolf of Wall Street, Don't Start, I Know. Oh. Um, <laughs> look, look, again, the thing I've said before is it's a great film, it just shouldn't exist. That's it all. Is like, it's a great film. film. It's a great film. And DiCaprio is yeah, he's amazing, phenomenal. Yeah. And Margot Robbie yeah. Yeah, is incredible. phenomenal. And you can, see, you can see why that film made her... Because that film, oh, she could 100%. have done that and she could have easily ended up as the girl that does nude scenes in films. Yep. Do you know something? There's something interesting about that. I've spoken to a few people, not not with any particular agenda. They seem to forget that shot of her. Yes. In in Wolf of Wall Street. It's really strange. I'm like, you didn't remember that insane shot of her with her beaver out, like her like standing in that doorway looking inc- looking incredible. Looking possibly like, like, like the best inc- looking thing yeah, ever. Just the most beautiful te- yeah. like in in every Good and sordid way, like everything. Like I was just like Scorsese. How'd you, Scorsese how'd you forget that? Shot? that? Yeah. That, and again, the newsy thing is aside. It's how you position a character, yeah. a person, and an actress. Yeah. Unbelievable. But <clears throat> excuse me, that film is the second time. That, so this must be the fifth or sixth time I've seen it. Mm. It genuinely sits up there for me alongside. If you look at the decade, and you take into consideration yeah. the decade. The 90s, obviously, uh, Goodfellas, but Casino at the end, but Casino is kind of, you know, but Goodfellas, Casino, and this possibly make one of the best trilogies of all time. Sure, I, I don't disagree. Um, As, just in, terms it's film, in, terms of, in terms of films, I don't disagree with you in at terms all. Of the yeah, whole, the, the avarice. Yeah, the avarice. That. So that was yeah, great. I, that. I watched Breaking In. Oh, I really want to see that. Um, do you know what? It's good. I really want to see it. I just, for me, it, it it's an hour and... 30 minute movie, which even an hour yes. and 30 minute was too long. Right. It just, it, it got a little bit repetitive and it probably wasn't as batshit mental as it could have been in places. But as a concept, it, it, it was good. It was strong. 
Um, I also rewatched. Um, what else did I rewatch? I also rewatched Major League. All right, yeah. Oh, I love Major League. Major League. I, I watched that not long ago, probably like last year or the year before. Again, it's fucking fantastic. That film. It, it holds fantastic. up. Fantastic. It does surprisingly well. Yeah, yeah. It's crude as well, but I like that. And it's a better film. It's a, a better actual film than you give it okay. credit for. Yeah. Um, and you know, performances are great, and you know, it it. But it's such a good film. And then kind of the other one I really want to talk about, there's two I really want to talk about. The other one specifically, though, is I watched What Still Remains. Oh, I need to see that as well. I've, I've heard of that. That good. Yeah. It's, don't get me wrong. It's got an air of uh, air of kind of familiarity about it. Um, yeah. But I've heard, I've heard about this. It's really, really good. Um, and the director retweeted me. I mean, that's oh. cool. I mean, that's that nice. Cool. I mean, there's only other one director that retweets me and I talk to him on a regular basis. So, you know, that guy actually retweeted me. Um, but that's aside. But What Still Remains is a brilliant film. Um, nice kind of obviously limited budget, but creativity, great idea. It's not obvious. Um, you know, it's got a good cast. Um, it's, a, it's a really, really good film. It's well worth you watching. Okay. Over to you. Uh, over to me. Hmm. So I've done, I've done some older stuff too. So actually, no, let's do some of the more recent stuff. But, well, okay, actually, I'll tell you what, I'm just going to, let me just skirt through on. all the old ones in one go. Just really, really, just all the old ones. Yeah. Really quickly. Just as a list. So Mission of Justice. Good um, yeah. And the only reason being martial arts movie. And also it was it, a sequence in it inspired our first ever short film. So that's kind of cool. It absolutely did. Yeah. Pop star never stop, never stop, never stopping from a couple of years ago, which I love. The Andy Samberg uh, music documentary, it's amazing. Uh, Judgment Night, which I love so much still, uh, with Emilio Estevez, Cuba Gooding Jr., great Jeremy Piven. Film. It's fucking awesome. It's fuck. It's still fucking awesome. That's a great film. Yeah, that, that's, that's one not I'm the like. one with Dennis Leary, is it? Yes, it is. It that's is exactly the one with Dennis Leary. Yeah, fucking amazing. Uh, when Dennis uh, Leary was good, he really was good. In it. I don't know if he's bad now, but he was very, very good in that film. Um, uh, the scene where Jeremy Pivens tried to negotiate for his life with him is oh, it's fucking brilliant. Man, what a cast. Um, it is. It's really great. Um, and at least man, half we... of them are still making movies. Yeah. And haven't been me tooed off. Oh, I see. Yeah, that's true. Uh, so, very briefly, The Man with Two Brains, which I love, uh, Steve film. Martin film. Yeah. Yep. Uh, the original Taxi, which, wow. Oh, like the, 20... um, the uh, yeah, French, um, movie. French movie, the produced by um, Luc uh, Besson. Yeah, so shame about that. But that's a but, great <laughs> film. It's man. a great. It is. It is absolutely. I don't think it needed the eighty-two sequels, but no. Well, it's got. Well, Taxi Five has just come out apparently because it's a twenty-year anniversary. So I'm like, I would like to see that actually because I love Taxi Two loads. Taxi Three was like okay. Taxi Four was like okay. Like they're fun. I think uh, I stopped at Taxi. Two is excellent. Two is the one where they fight ninja. Two is the one where they fight ninjas. Yes, no, I have seen that. Fucking great. Yeah, it's proper fun as well. Um, so, but it's, I genuinely, yeah, it's a really, it's a better film than people remember as well. I yeah. think, like, it's not just funny. And Marianne Cotillard, oh my god. Yeah, no, I'm with you. Oh. <laughs> right. Uh, any other uh, the old? Oh, never too young to die. As we just, yeah, never too young to die. Oh, and, and last night, just when I got in, I watched The Heat again, which I really like with Sandra Bullock and, mm. and uh, McCarthy. I really <laughs> like that movie. I really mm. do. So there you go. Those, mm. those are all the old ones. But Le- the less said about the heat, the better. Oh, it's great. I, do you know what my only fear about the Happy Time Murders is? They're that. billing it as the Heat um, with puppets, I love that. and I'm, I'm just I'm, like, oh. I'm quite up for that. <laughs> and also, the second trailer is terrible. Haven't watched it. Yet. Not watched it yet. the trailer's not great. Um, 
I've got high hopes for that. Film. So I, I watched um, I watched the festival mm. this week. I really want to see it. It's yeah, I really, I, I really want to see it. I, so I was in a cinema which was packed, mm-hmm. and it, everyone was laughing. And Joe, you know what I thought it was the funniest comedy I've seen this year. I'm hearing like stuff. I was listening to Kermode and Mayo um, this week, and mm. some of the, the the people writing haven't heard it. It's not good, and I'm like, it's funny. It's it's in betweeners funny. It's kind of got right. that. It's got the. It it's basically feels like the in betweeners. It basically feels like um, Simon from In Betweeners has gone to a festival. I don't know if I ever told you this. I might have done. I've told a few people many years ago, or some years ago, when the In Betweeners film was on in the cinema. I was in the cinema watching something else. I can't remember what I was seeing. Oh, I, I remember, yeah, something. I do remember. Yeah, you me, but... and I came out and went out for a piss or something, whatever it was. Maybe it was just after the film. And I went past in between us, and people were laughing so hard, like, like, like it was like being at like a live comedy, like yeah. a volume of laughter. And I had, I then went to see, it and it was, I was laughing so hard at well, that film, like both those films. Do you I know, same thing for me. So I, hard. I was walking past it. I was like, what the fuck. So I was in between this movie. I'd not seen the TV show. I went home. In right. a week, I watched all three seasons. That's right. Yeah, I did the same. And then when I watched thing. the film. Yes, that's exactly what I, we I was like. Talk, if, we must have talked about that at the time. Yeah, yeah. Because it's, it's so everyone's funny. like, if everyone's laughing. So I, I, look, I don't think it's quite that good, but I definitely think right. it is. It's, and look, do you know what? Every night there's an episode of the Inbetweeners or an Inbetweeners film on. And every night yeah, I will watch yeah. it. Even like yeah. I watched twenty minutes of the second film last night, specifically the poo slide moment, <laughs> and, yes. and I still laugh my ass off. Fair enough. It's still <laughs> funny as hell. So the festival's good. The festival also is good for another reason. Just randomly, um, like in the space of a week, two people I know have popped up in the cinema. Like, oh really? One guy, a guy called James, is in the Open University advert that was before. Um, a film I watched. Okay, I've seen, I've seen like, that. But... What the fuck? I'm sure that's, that's James. And <laughs> and in this one, there's a, a woman in a a tattoo tent, a right. quite distinctive look, and she's uh, she's someone I used to announce with in roller derby. Uh, Smash. Uh, How funny! Like, I'm like, holy fuck, that's Smash. Um, and that's, she really, just, that's really cool. That's really cool. Randomly, she's in it for about three seconds, but randomly, I was just like, oh god, I know her. She she basically taught me how to announce roller derby. Um. That's amazing. That, that, I know, that was really weird. But the film's really good. Um, really, really good. I really enjoyed it. So, any other, do you want to wrap up I'll, before we head out? Yeah. Well, I'll just do a quick, again, I'll do a quick pricey of all the new ones, that, like the other <laughs> new ones, not the ones we've already talked about, obviously, because there's a few. Um, oh, okay, so My Generation, the Michael Caine documentary. Oh. Amazing. God, I want to see that. It is amazing. I, I don't want to say too much about it. It is amazing. Like, I just really want to see it. See it. You see this uh, thing. Uh, Incredibles 2, which I loved. I loved Incredibles 2. It, and I love, because I love the first one. And I will say, it, I believe it really does do it justice as a sequel and more. I, re- I was very, very impressed. Um, Tag, which I adored. Oh, yeah, um, no, I've, 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 I'm planning to watch that. Can't call it. Week. I'm not going to call it. I, I'm going to hesitate to call it good, because I'm not sure that's the right phrase. But I enjoyed the hell out of it like i really really My i love but you know what i'm getting at like as in i don't some people might go oh, it's lame. i don't know but like i really really enjoyed it big time um i would call it good but all i'm saying is some people might go but it was fun but so okay fine uh um, oh, um, anything else oh and then uh, yes i saw equalizer 2 which uh i enjoyed a lot although i think it comes across at the end a bit 
but I uh, I have I mean maybe we should talk about it another time but I really very yeah, bitchy, like but I thought it was say, fantastic I'd quite like to talk about that when I've seen it because okay. um, it's a film that I really do want to see I just haven't got around to seeing it yet I've been really busy um, and well, it's only of, just it's only, it has only just come out also I saw the first one again the night before because it's just sort of you know catch up speed yeah. and watching it in that close proximity Again, and I did it with the incredible. Pretty much any film that comes out these days, there's a sequel. Yeah, yeah. I try to watch them before. Um, and uh, Incredibles and and Equalizer, both the second parts, particularly Incredibles, hold up really well. But the Equalizer, to I think final act, meh. Okay. But I but I enjoyed it overall. Uh, um, like it, it's a really good action drama. I've missed one out. I watched The Death of Superman. Oh yeah, no, I, I didn't see that one. It's, yet. I you know it's it's a standard DC animated. Um, film yeah. in that a you can see everything that's in it which is nice yeah yeah uh, b it makes me wonder why they why michael uh, not michael bay um zach snyder and his crew don't watch some of these and just see the simplicity of character design yeah so I yeah i get you i get you. you the more simple the character the more easy it is to, to kind of you know in in this i i actually care i actually you could actually make out characters and fights and you know um it, it just it's fine you know it's good it's it, it, the dc animated stuff is still even though it's not perfect it's still infinitely better than the dc live action stuff yeah yeah i completely agree. i just dropped my pen sorry well i completely agree with that as well um i just don't um, understand why they can animate this better but i mean i guess i guess the reason why is you can you can animate superman in this but you can't animate henry cavill I guess. I mean, I mean, they've tried. No, I don't. I don't, dis- I, I, don't, I don't disagree. I, I think there's something wrong going on there. So uh, this has been Ross and Phil talking about all the films we've seen, and there's about thirty of them. Um, out of all of this, if you take anything away ever from this, it's go watch Never Too Young to Die. One hundred percent. You can get it on YouTube. It is on YouTube somewhere. Um, you can, you know, just go and watch it, and then donate to the John Stamos Fund for Excellence. <laughs> Can I just, there's one thing I will say about Never Too Young to Die, uh, which is apparently over the years, Gene Simmons has been trying to persuade John Stamos to buy the rights to the film so that they could kind of re-release it together as like a cult classic. And um, I'm, I'm not, I'm not, that's a great thing. I think that'd and, be amazing. And I will start Kickstarter to help them. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, let's be honest. I don't want to be rude here, but that's not going to be an expensive purchase. No, no, it would be fairly true. A film that that has not made it to DVD in most countries probably has never been screened on TV over in the UK. I mean, genuinely has been forgotten about by most people other than us. Yeah, exactly. I I, I reckon actually, Ross, if we look down the back of the sofa, we could probably buy those rights and give them. Hey. Wait, if, we look, if we look down the back of the sofa, there may genuinely just be never too young to die. Down. <laughs> I, I, I know, I know someone who's got a uh, a film um, sales agents company. Um, oh yeah, oh. Maybe, maybe maybe I should have a chat with them uh, and see amazing. if they want to try and find the rights. If I could convince the guys, <laughs> they would just look at me going, "Sorry, what are you talking and about?" Do me a favour. If you do that though, me, you, Gene Simmons, John Stamos, John Stamos yeah. doing the commentary. Amazing, amazing. <laughs> And on that note, Ross, where can people find out about you? Yes. Uh, if you go onto Facebook, Instagram and Twitter, I'm at Ross Boyask. If you would like to follow the film that uh, I directed that's about to come out, it's at Vengeance Film UK. If you'd like to follow the company that I'm a partner in, it's at Evo Films UK uh, on, on all of the things. Uh, and 
just follow and, and interact and say and hello. even in real stuff. life, just follow him. Um, I just just follow him about yeah. more on the web, more on this podcast and everything else. We've had at www.philhobson.co.uk, which is our official website for the podcast and my blog. Uh, rate and review us on iTunes, really important. And you can now follow us on Instagram, um, Ross and Phil Talk Movies, and I'm on Twitter, uh, Phil Quick Review. So do all of that. Uh, we'll be back in a couple of weeks' time. God fucking knows what we'll be talking about. I mean, it could be anything. Um, I'm still trying if to work. You, honestly, message us and tell us what you want us to talk about. Yeah, and that as well. Do that, because we'll talk about anything. Um, yeah. However, I am trying to persuade Ross to do a double bill of commentary, um, probably with beer, of Never Too Young to Die and... <laughs> um, um, that SAS thing. Um, fuck, I can never remember the name of it. The really shit one that we text commentated on. What's that? Sorry. Um, the you know the the British SAS thing. Oh, I can't. I can't be saying the name of that <laughs> film. Out. I'm not going to give them any publicity. I just want to do a commentary. Terrible, on. terrible people. And terrible, <laughs> terrible film. Um, yeah. Exactly. Anyway, so that's been the podcast. We'll Thanks. be back at some point, somewhere with something. That's how well we plan ahead. Bye. That sounds perfect. Bye. Oh, and by the way, cue Stargrove. Oh, Stargrove. Flying like Star- he's never flown. Stargrove. Such a good song. And I'm now going to actually play that. Okay, Stargrove, let's see that new routine. Come on. More left now. More left. Good. Real tight. Are you feeling like breaking out? Let's see some height, Stargrove. All right, try it again. More left. Good. Feeling adventurous, then you must put your trust not in a stranger. Playing your own game. Do it your own way. Keeping your own sound that you found going down. Find you may like it or not, but I